Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the June 21st episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1356 through 1358 of the Catechism. 5. The Sacramental Sacrifice, Thanksgiving Memorial Presence. 1356. If from the beginning Christians have celebrated the Eucharist, and in a form whose substance has not changed, despite the great diversity of times and liturgies, it is because we know ourselves to be bound to the command that the Lord gave on the eve of his Passion. Do this in remembrance of me. 1357. We carry out this command of the Lord by celebrating the memorial of his sacrifice. In doing so, we offer to the Father what he himself has given us, the gifts of his creation, bread and wine, which, by the power of the Holy Spirit and by the words of Christ, have become the body and blood of Christ. Christ is thus really and mysteriously present. 1358. We must therefore consider the Eucharist as thanksgiving and praise to the Father, the sacrificial memorial of Christ and his body, the presence of Christ by the power of his word and of his spirit. Okay, so today we look at this, um, th- This uh, I suppose there are a couple of different aspects in this that we read. First of all, that we have to be faithful to what Christ gave us. You know, Jesus the Last Supper said, do this in remembrance of me, do this in memory of me. And the church just can't substitute for something else. It's not that you can say, well, this thing might be nice. This thing might be better. Let's do that instead. Let's blow up balloons and give them to everybody rather than celebrating Mass. And you can come up with loads of lovely things to do. But it's not what Christ said to do. And this is why it's so important. Again, the church has spent centuries agonizing over what this is. In the this, by I mean, do I do this in memory of you? What is this, this? And it's been centuries meditating on this, studying it, and has come to the conclusion that it was more or less as was, as was presented over the last couple of days, this vision of St. Justin, this, um, this account that he gives, that this is what the this is, that we have to be faithful to this. And then also what is true is that this is common to all the sacramental churches. All the churches that have valid sacraments, all the churches that celebrate the Eucharist, have this structure. Maybe the words of the prayers are different. Maybe they do things differently. Maybe the priest is wearing very different clothes. Maybe the architecture of the church is very different. Maybe the songs they're singing is quite different. The languages, obviously the customs, are very different. But everybody is doing the same. And even the churches that were um, out of contact... So, for example, for hundreds of years, the churches in the West had no no contact with the Thomas Christians in India. And yet, when they found them, this is basically what they were doing. The same with the Maronites. The Maronites in, in, in Lebanon were kind of cut off from the rest of Christianity. And when they re-established contact, they discovered that you know this is what they were doing. So that there's, this is the thing that is common to all the churches. And this is why we need to preserve it. And then the other thing is to say that Jesus is saying to do it as his memorial, or as the memorial of his sacrifice, that we offer to the Father what he himself has given us, that this um, participation in the Eucharist allows us to join Christ's sacrifice, allows us to join his memorial, 
allows us to join the action of of Calvary, the death on the cross, and the resurrection. It gives us this contact with the Paschal mystery, with the life-giving events, the life-giving mysteries of Christ's life. And this is what we celebrate when we celebrate the Eucharist. It's not something small, it's not just something nice or a nice tradition or something we do, um, but it's something that really puts us in contact with life itself. And it puts us in contact with God. That's why at the end it's talking about the three persons of the Trinity being involved. It's not just Jesus, but the Father is involved as is the Holy Spirit. And that Christ involves both his Father and his Holy Spirit in the celebration of the Eucharist. And that when we celebrate the Eucharist, the whole Trinity is present, inviting us into this eternal life, inviting us into the life that they have themselves, so that by celebrating well, we can find heaven. And so tomorrow we'll continue, and tomorrow we're going to look at 1359 through 1361. God bless.